The Rap Round Table. On a rainy night in New York City, episode 35 of the Rap Round Table is here. You know, it's been an active October. This episode will come to you in November, but October was very active for the Rap Round Table. Um, let's get right into the introductions to my right. Sincere the Rap Snod. What up, what up? Dini the Balance. You know the vibes. And tonight we have a very, very, very special guest, Passport Rav. Welcome to the Rap Roundtable family. Yes, yes, for the sound like. Thank you. Come on, thank you. Thank you for having me. Right. Mr. Vibes. You can find the Rap Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever it is, podcast activity, Google Play. Wherever it is, podcast, you can find the Rap Roundtable. Let's get right into it. Um, it's a pleasure to have you, fam. You know, Dini put me on, said that you were someone we needed to tap into, and he did. And once again, Dini, you win, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm here, man. <laughs> the bars here. are there. The, we got to see you perform a couple weekends ago. Fire, Talented. intimate setting. I, I love what I heard. So usually when, when, when we start these interviews, we try to, you know, find out what's going on with you currently. So 2021, what's yeah. the year been like for you professionally as an artist? Is this your strongest year? How do you feel currently? Um... I feel amazing, yo. A lot of a lot of dreams coming true. Okay. I've been working hard at this for for a minute. Um, put out a lot of projects because of the like pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, having us on lockdown. Just that just had me charged up and just you know was prepared because you know I record myself a lot. I make okay. Beats, you know what I mean? And you know, and shout out to all the producers that's that's rocking with me. But um, yeah, uh, most most recent is the Travel Band Deluxe, mm-hmm. and I'm um, standing my carry on to my most recent album. Okay, you know what I mean? shout out to Seth Bash, Legend, Wavy to God. You know what I mean? Great album. Shout out to Wavy to God. There's a project that dropped today that he's on, and it's mm-hmm. fire. Yeah. Shout it's out to Roman Rand. That tape him, is man. something immaculate. That's yeah. a fact. It's a great um, time. I have one more question for you before I get out the way. When when I listen to you perform, I mentioned it to you after you got off the stage, but I want our listeners to get familiar with it. You're rapping. It seemed like every few bars you were switching your flow or switching your cadence. Is that something you deliberately do? Like, is that your style? Is that what Passport Rav is about? Or you just, depending on how you feel, what the beat tells you to do, that's what you do. That's exactly it. Ding, okay. Ding, ding. Yeah, that beat. <laughs> it's the beat, man. It's just like... I love music, and mm-hmm. you know, music, the music is what inspires me to to flow. Okay, to, you know, what I mean, respect the beat, respect, respect what the the vibe is supposed to be. And right. Yeah. You know, I just, I really just do what the beat tells me to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love to hear it. I was pleasantly yeah. surprised. Like every time I thought I was catching it, you switched it. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I like yeah, this guy. Your toes. I'm gonna get out the way though. Yo. Um. So you said uh, you've been doing this for a while. Like, elaborate on that. Like, how long? How long you been at mm, this? Since <laughs> like, like 2011 Crash Mansion, okay. Amanda Seals and Rockweiler showcases. You know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah, coming to the city, commuting from New York. And it's, it's crazy because, you know, even just like last night, um, Static Selector shouted me out and announced that I'm performing on Sunday at the Halloween show. So and like wavy. Plug. around that time, 2011, 2012, I was commuting from Jersey, you know, with a day job the next morning commuting to go to Static's event mm-hmm. just to get a picture, waiting this long-ass line to get a picture and just, like, keep it moving type shit, you know? And it's, like, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. It's really crazy to see, like, the progression. Um, and, uh, yeah, I love New York. I love really being here. I love, like, I, I, you know, love I, moved, I moved here. I've been here for seven years. Okay. And, um, 
Where are you yeah. from originally? Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, right across the way. All yeah, right. yeah. Jersey cool, cool, slash cool. Brooklyn thing. That's, what's That's what I like to hear. Brooklyn. That's all I heard, you know. Yeah. That's nah, the only Brooklyn, Brooklyn guy at the table. Me. Brooklyn been great to me. New York, just overall, New York been great to me. I knew I belonged here. I knew that, you know, all my life I kind of was just like, I belong in New York. Like, I was supposed to be here. So Facts. Finally yeah. was able to, you know, get a situation where I could live out here. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely been great to my career. Uptown, you hear that? Brooklyn. Uh, yes. Everywhere, <laughs> yep. All right, all right. <laughs> um... So it was there. Was there a moment? Was there like I always like to ask? Is there like an aha moment um, when you know you you start doing it, and then at some point you're like, oh, chill. Like I'm really nice at this. Like I'm I'm that guy. Like um, a few times, but I guess the most the most prominent uh, situation was LL Cool J. It's mm. just like when a legend like that tells me that I'm nice and like, mm. okay, you know, he's like, Ooh, tell us more about that. So, um, my biggest single to date is called Malcolm on Twitter. And basically how that came about, uh, was meeting LL at an art event, mm-hmm. just random art event in mm. Brooklyn on, it was like a Wednesday night, most random night. <laughs> I almost didn't go out that night too, which was the wild mm. part. Like tell that man about almost didn't places, go out, bro. almost didn't go out. Went dolo, showed up you know shaking hands and then LL Cool J is like the biggest person in the room he's mm. taller than every he's taller and bigger than me type shit you know? <laughs> Where? Like, he's, so, oh, so. he's tall he's oh, like 6'5 you know what, what I mean I'm 6'3 LL is like 6'5 and like definitely like that explains like, a lot he's huge okay. he's I never, huge I never thought he'd be that tall bro so like he's the tallest person in the room and you know we both have the same government name my mm. name is Todd Smith Okay. so that's, uh, that's kind of like what started the conversation he's just like alright cool cool and I just I really just had a conversation with him about like hip hop and just like the industry in general and eventually he got privy to my music mm-hmm. and then once he discussed once uh, I sent him Malcolm on Twitter he was just like I'm putting this on the radio okay. and that was like really what like um, Rock the Bells radio really like um, that got the ball sparked, rolling sparked like yeah you know like my first real rap check honestly mm-hmm. my first real rap money was from, from Rock the Bells radio and Sirius XM so um, yeah that's when I was just like damn like this is crazy like this isn't like my big cousin, you know what I mean? Right, right. Me <laughs> this is this is like a legend who like came across me and really said that I'm nice and yeah. like, has randomly been in interviews and mentioned my names and I'm just like, that's insane to me, you know? One of the like, goats, really. Yeah, you know what really, I'm saying? One that's of the guy. goats for sure. Trendsetter. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. Beautiful. So, so first off, I just want to say thank you for for just saying that. Sometimes you just gotta go out even when you don't feel like it. Yeah. Cause you might you might miss the opportunity. I'll be trying to drag my brothers out. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We probably missed a few waves, but we gonna make up for everything we missed. Yo, um, how you on the pod just throwing us under the bus? <laughs> nah, oh, throwing under the bus. What the fuck saying. are you probably talking about? A few waves. Nah, nah, nah. Opportunity just opportunities present themselves. That's why I respect on, what you just son. said. Copy. Um <laughs> my, my introduction to you. <laughs> My introduction to you was Circadian Rhythm. Mm-hmm. That was the first record I heard from you. I heard it on IG. It was um, early 2020, I think, or was it mid-2020? I can't remember exactly, but I just remember hearing the song was like, woo, yeah, this sure. kid's different. And I remember mm-hmm. sending it to Sin. Because yeah. Sin's, uh, Sin's the, the, the rap, the rap snob. Say the what it is. Snob, the rap snob. The rap yeah. snob. Call me by my name. He, he's, <laughs> he's our rap savant here, you know, so... <laughs> <laughs> we we look to him, especially when it's in, in times of the golden era, where it's about you know real bars and and real beats and you know just a 
pause, the meat of the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I had to you do it. You You know the value. <laughs> you know the value, man. You know what it is, bro. Right. Um. But yeah, and just just the way you attack the track, the 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 way you um, the 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 verbal visionary shit I was getting from that was just immense, bro. Black boy hit with a salt charge. You know what I'm saying? Playing dodgeball. Mm-hmm. Pigs Facts. pull you over, go tell them gargle with hogwash. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just, yeah. just the way it was delivered. I just, I love a good MC, man. I respect a good MC. Mm-hmm. Where, where, where'd you get that from? That, that's, that's a gift in and of itself. Where's that from? What MCing or circadian rhythm? More, more of the MCing that gave us circadian rhythm. If that makes any sense to you. I just wanted to be nice, you mm-hmm. know. Like I, I grew up with um, asshole friends that would that, that wouldn't care. Like if I <laughs> spent hours important. on a track, you know, I'd, I'd be in the room like, no, this is my best song I ever made, and they come in here and be like, it's alright. And I just, be like, <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? And like that, that realness, that real feedback, and just that desire to. Mm-hmm. To be nice, I just, you know, I just wanted to be good. You know, I grew growing up in Jersey with just like a lot of amazing MCs who were just like. That's a fact. You know, and not to say, you know, I still, I found my own niche where it's just like, I feel like I'm kind of combining everything I've experienced, whether it just be like straight lyrical bars and or just some hard shit or some story shit. It's just like really combining it into my own style. And um, but still having that desire to just yeah to just impress you know like I don't I don't want to be average. I mean that's that's the essence of it as a rapper specifically like you you want to be able to control a room with your bars because yeah. with rap like when you're when you're trash they they gonna get you up out of there. That's a fact. So it's like that pressure, especially when you have asshole friends as you mentioned, yeah. they'll <laughs> laugh you out of the room. Your shit is wax, bro. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, you don't want to rap no more. So no yes man. I could understand. Yo, listen, that's that's a key component. You know what I mean? Yes, Bullshit free zone. Yeah. Um, while I watch you perform, I notice you know that you are a fellow West Indian. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yard man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. How much of, how much of that culture inspires the musicality that you bring to the table? Well, I mean, I was introduced to hip hop from my, I'd say my dad, my Jamaican, my Jamaican dad and brothers. Uh-huh. Um, my dad played, he would like sub in for Jerry Wonder with the Fugees nice. in Jersey. Oh, so like he brought me to the Fugees um, crib when I was like 13. So that was like my first inspiration, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And like the Caribbean kind of connection. And he he's the one who really had the studio and all this equipment and stuff that like I just didn't understand. I just know I was fascinated by it. But um and then my other brother, you know what I mean my brother who put me on the health skelter. Really, talk about it. It was just like from there it was just on. You know, like I remember seeing my first vinyl, uh the um John Blaze Fat Joe vinyl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that was the first beat I ever rapped to in my life. And um yeah, so you know the the whole West Indian hip hop connection thing. You know, I think as far as my performance, also, it's like yes. I feel like I get that from from that because like like sound clashes yes. when you see them go up there, it's like they're not playing, they're performing, they're controlling perform, the stage. You know what I mean, Absolutely. you know, like it's no lazy shit. And even my music's more laid back, but when I'm on the stage, it's just like I turn up. You know, like I bring, you know, um, yeah. So I got yeah, it comes from that for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what's up. The themes. The, yeah. The themes of the album. Um, all, all surrounded by your name, obviously, you know. Mm-hmm. Dual citizenship. Um, car- stand in my carry-on. Yep, travel man. Yep. So, so, so are you a heavy traveler? Yeah, yeah. I got my name passport from the 20th stamp. 
That's real. You know, I love traveling. Um, I traveled the most out of anyone in my family and shit, probably more than anyone I know for real. And, uh, where, do you, where do you think in the places you go inspire you to, to make the best tunes you think? Um, Honestly, yo, I could be on a train just going to Manhattan and that would inspire <laughs> me. Just moving and just seeing movement and being somewhere and going somewhere always inspires me to write. And just It kind of forces me to do something with is either I'm reading or I'm writing because mm. when I'm in the crib I just feel like I have I'm surrounded by equipment and just like toys for me to just let me make a beat I'm gonna make it make this beat and do this do this I mean but like when I'm on the train it's like all I have is a beat and you know I mean my phone to write so being on a plane being on, on a long ass layover or on a train like that's when I really write my best work you mm. know um so that's also a part of the name too, you know, uh -huh. like traveling the whole passport thing. Yeah, yeah, that's dumb. You said you said earlier you were at a um, an art show, and I feel like listening to your music and the, the references that you make, um, like it, it speaks to that. Like you're you're like it it feels culture. It feels like well like like you uh, like you grab inspirations from a lot of different places. Mm -hmm. um, is there is there like a particular piece of art uh, or like an album or an artist or uh, anything that like you go to to you know get some inspiration like let's you just said like you could be inspired anywhere but like let's say you have a, a block like do you have like a go-to like artist or I think that just takes you there yeah mm. nah nothing go-to hmm not really. It's just random things. And sometimes I'm like, do I, I I need some sort of routine or something? You know what yeah. I mean? Because sometimes <laughs> I'm just like, it's really spiritual. It just really kind of just Happens. comes out of nowhere. And you I know, know, like I have my favorites. You know, my favorite producers, my favorite rappers, and all of that. But like at the end of the day, it's just it just kind of comes out of nowhere. Mm. To, to be real, okay. Let's go. Yeah. I noticed you said earlier that you record yourself as well, which means that you are in tune with every facet of your creativity. Yeah. Is yeah. Was that out of necessity? Did you have, like, bad experiences with engineers? Or you just like that? Like, this is what I do. I want to control whatever comes out of the Passport Rav brand. You, you said it right, man. Necessity. Cause okay. I feel like I was always slept on. When I lived in Jersey, I was slept on. Okay. Man, niggas in Jersey don't fuck with me like that. Yeah. You know, and and producers wasn't giving me beats. Uh -huh. You know, directors was not chopping my videos the way I want, and just you know, on every aspect. That's why I was just like, I, I'm just kind of a no excuse kind of person. Okay. Like, you know, I'm a, I started making my own beats, learned to record myself. You know, and I still would like, I still like recording with other people. Don't get me wrong, but like, I love freedom and control, mm -hmm. and you know, what I mean, I. I, I I think astrology is real. I'm a Capricorn, yeah. and I feel like we, oh. we like to we like to we, we we like to be in control. See that you know that, I mean? that like, makes sense. They call me or, a control freak. I'm a Capricorn too. So yeah, now I understand. Yeah, yeah I get it. Capricorn, it's like if you're not going to do it right, I'll just figure it out and do it myself. Oh, I'm applaud very this man! <laughs> always figure it out. And um, yeah, even shooting videos like Salt to the Earth video that just came mm -hmm. out. Like um, shout out to Ed MC. He's from the Bronx too, a photographer from the Bronx. That um, he shot it, but I edited it down. myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like so, all my equipment. I bought my own cameras, brought a Ronin, shoot my own videos now because it's just like taking it to your own hands. Man. Yeah, man. I, I don't. I don't like waiting. I hate spending money with someone who's not invested in yeah bro it's like i'm talking I, I to myself right now it, man. you know i'll hire somebody and i'll pay them their their rate 
and they'll still just give me some bullshit. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and, and, I, and I understand. We've it's like, been there. If they're not invested truly in what you're doing and they're just doing it for money, then it's just like, okay, you're just gonna give me the bare minimum. But mm-hmm. it's like I'm passionate. I'm, pa- I'm not doing this for no reason. You know, I do this because I'm passionate. So it's like I only I'm gonna I'm only gonna rock with people that's passionate like me. Facts. You know what I mean. So I right, my follow up question would be to you. Mm-hmm. You love rapping, mm-hmm. but do you love the rapping more than the work, or do you love the work more than the rapping? Mm. You said the work. You mean like the industry, like the, the work, the, the cre- make, controlling your brand, shooting yourself, doing all of these things. Oh, the work oh, is. I mean, nah, I don't like the, the okay. work. Is, That's what I'm trying to figure out. The, the gruel, the hard, right. the hard part. You know, a lot of. Uh, as I'm picking up traction, you know, artists that want to collab with me and producers that want to work with me, all these people, oh, let's collab, let's collab, let's collab. And I'm just like, listen, fam, like, this music thing is great, it's beautiful, it's mm-hmm. spiritual, it's all of that. But, like, when we talking business and we talking putting in this work, right. it's not fun. It's not, you know okay. I mean? okay. It's lonely. <laughs> it's lonely. I left plenty relationships. I left plenty friends, family, no excuse. Mm-hmm. I moved to New York solo. I, mm-hmm. I go to events, I'll be solo a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And people not ready to experience that. They just want to make beats and make raps. And I want to collab. Let's collab. Let's collab. And I'm like, <laughs> fam, build some shit. You know, put in the work. Because right. the work part is 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 not fun for, you know, right. for people like me. You know, it's like every connection, anything I've got, everything I've achieved is literally from, from the Rule and, right, you earn that yeah, shit. Yeah, earning it, you know. I respect that, so, bro. Yeah. And make- I love music. That's really like you have to. You better love this if you're gonna do it. Absolutely, yeah. especially being an independent artist, even a major artist. You know what I mean? Like you see these majors talk about they not getting paid for music, man. It's just like, hey, <laughs> it's it's you better love it. You gotta love it. That's a fact. Um, you talked about being slept on, right? New Jersey cats not fucking with you. No. So now, like, I'm we're rap fans first before anything else. I'll ask you this: you could tell me how you really feel. <laughs> Do you think your subject matter is part of why people sleep on you because you're not out here sp- spinning the block and shooting ops? Yeah, for sure. I think. Um, I mean, yeah, violence and negativity is more appealing mm. for sure. Um, and I get that. I'm starting to understand. Sadly. That. Uh. And I find ways to just, I'm not, I don't consider myself like a conscious, straight up, all the way conscious rapper. It's like somewhere in between where I like sprinkle little nuggets of knowledge in there Mm -hmm. and I say ratchet shit too. And like, you know, it's just like, I'm somewhere in between. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good balance or whatever. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Conscious ratchetness. That's uh, a new new tier. Yeah. But um, all sorts of reasons, all sorts of reasons. But it's just... um, you gotta ignore it. You just gotta keep keep your head down, keep going. Okay. You know, because yeah, I've definitely like I see you know, and I still feel I feel like every a lot of people feel slept on. Even the ones who's like far in their career, it's like every it's like <laughs> you should have something to prove at the end of the day, right? Like that's True. what motivates yeah. you to to be nice. Right? even if it's just like not for nothing, I feel like. Um, I heard I keep hearing this Russ song and he's like spitting. He's just like going in. And it's like uh-huh. this dope ass beat. I can't remember who else is on it. And I'm just like, and he's rich already, you know, and he's a successful independent rapper. Uh-huh. And it's I, I hear it. It's like he's proving that he has I'm bars. Nice. He's not just saying, oh, I'm just like a white boy. That's uh-huh. just like, and he's like, I got bars. I can make, I, I got passion too, uh-huh. you know, and it's just like, that's dope. I appreciate 
whether you're rich, whether you're up and coming, you know what I mean? Whatever, it's just like, you still have something to prove. If right. you don't have something to prove, then what the fuck are you doing it for? You know what I mean? Relatable. Yeah. I, I feel the same way in this pod space. It's like, yo, like I, I think we the best pod, and I'm going to keep trying to deliver each episode. Fuck these niggas. I just create static. I create static <laughs> in my head just, just to do this shit sometimes. But I'll be here telling, like, I feel, I feel away, son. Let's go cook, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. Expand a little bit about, uh, you know, what like your thoughts on the the current rap landscape, um, and where like where you fit in it. You know what I mean, like, um, it's a lot of generic. It's a lot of Talk generic. About it. It's just a lot of it's a lot of shit that sound the same. Mm. <laughs> Most shit rappers sound yeah. the same. Such a formation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, That's really like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like. Even in the underground, like, boom, bap, hip-hop world or whatever, it's just See, like, the air quotes, it's a lot like of, that. you know, whatever we're calling this new yeah, exactly, age. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like a lot of gen- a lot of the same thing, and I'm just like, was everybody really a gangster kingpin? Gangster coke-dealing kingpin, mm-hmm. yes. Was everybody <laughs> really living like, what do you really feel? You know, are you just rapping that because that's what's cool and that's what, you know, DJs will play or that's mm-hmm. what's like appealing to the ear or whatever right now or like what do you what do you really what's your opinion um i think that's where i come in i'm you know i'm i'm making good music and i believe in good music i don't want my shit to be boring or just like again too conscious too preachy like i definitely don't want that but i'm myself and it's just like my individualism is is what i'm i'm not scared to just be myself you know what i mean exactly Favorite rapper? Mm. Who who was the person that before you became a known artist yourself that I need to hear this project from this artist? This guy inspires me. I'm trying to sharpen my Gensu to get better than this guy or girl. It could be mm. whatever. You know what I mean? Just 2021. We gotta be fair. Like you talking <laughs> back in the day. You talking like as an adult in general. Who, yeah. who, who's who's the favorite and who's the inspiration? Um. So the first the first rap I ever wrote was A Z uh verse on affirmative action. That was like the first that was like the first verse where I was just like That's a good verse. And the first Great beat verse. where I was just like, what is this thing? Like what is how are they doing this? Like uh-huh. I didn't understand like samples and you know what I mean and like word pattern and flows and like all of that. So I'd say like that golden era, you know, Nas, A Z, Jay Z, DMX. Uh-huh. Um, you were raised right. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, as I got older, MF Doom, Sean Price, Freddie okay. Gibbs, Kendrick Lamar, Joy Badass, 1999 mixtape, mm. stuff like that. Crazy. That just kind of, like, it showed me. Even, you know, Kanye for sure, because I'm a producer, too. I love producing just as much as I love rapping. And, like, yeah. he definitely, like, when I heard Through the Wire on Hot 97, it was just like, yo, this is somebody that's, like, being themselves, you know what I mean? Producing and rapping. And it's just like, it just kind of showed me like, oh, I could really do both. You know, I don't have to just pick one or try to be some fake gangster rapper and shit. Mm. You know, it's just like, I could just be myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds it like you resent that nowadays. shit just a little bit. The <laughs> the semi-faux gangster rapper. You know, I'm, for me growing up, it was like, I don't know, you got clowned on if you were faking it, man. Mm. It's just like, that's it, a fact. It, like, where I come from in Jersey, it wasn't about race or anything. It was just like, if you're about this life, mm-hmm. if you're really like banging or like whatever it is, if you're into stealing cars, if you're into sports, if you're into hip hop, it's just like, 
be real with it. Just be about that life. You know? And it was like, card checkers back in the days. People would have yes. pulled your card oh, yeah. a lot oh, yeah. more back back then. The internet yeah. makes front and safe. I remember like, even one time just like being in high school and freestyling with my friends and like rapping about Dro and like one of my friends checking me like, nigga, you ain't never smoked Dro before. Though. <laughs> <laughs> just like, you couldn't even like, like, one of those asshole friends. Let me imagine. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Like, how you know, nigga? I smoked yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, just be yourself. Just be yourself. And I'm not mad at that. Like, And if if that's what it is, then just be good. Be good at it. Yeah, hone Hone the craft. Um, Because I'm a fan, too. It's just, I'm really a fan. Like, I really, like, I love. Love this shit. I love. You love sport. Like, I want to make money, too, and I want to survive and thrive and be Mm -hmm. rich, too. But I'm really a fan of music and hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to, like, go back a little bit to, like, you being a fan of Kanye West. Um, Did he ever disappoint you? Of course. Of course. I miss the old Kanye. This nigga right here, (laughs) y'all. I definitely miss the old Kanye. bro. That's crazy, bro. I just wanted to know. Yo, like, what's up with you, I don't bro. even know what you mean. Like, what's up with you? Wow, like, bro. That's cr- Press it, Johnny. Like, come on, son. Wow, bro. That's crazy, I was just bro. curious, man. Like, as a fan. Yeah, as has a fan he of the disappointed man, you? As a fan of the man, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the Trump shit and all that. You know, extra left field Kanye yeah, slander? Yeah, a little bit. All right. Yeah, we can go back to our man. Well, well, well the Trump shit, if we're going to get political. He said he did that to get close with him and to get all them people out of jail right. afterwards. So if that is the right, case. If that is the case, then, right. I'm not mad I at mean, it. I mean, it worked. I, I read the book, The Spook Who Sat Next to the Door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if y'all know about that book slash movie. But nah. I, should, should I tap it? Absolutely. Okay. I, I, I'm not an avid reader like that. I've read some books, but Spook Who Sat Next to the Door is very important for okay. black people. And knowing how mm-hmm. to get up, uh, get next to the the uh, the supremacists mm-hmm. and get get the benefits out of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's really basically what that that concept is. A lot of people are uncomfortable. With, they don't understand that. Best yeah. believe Trump got something out of standing next to Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, so, ah, absolutely. Kanye got to get something out of standing next to Trump. A lot of people are not comfortable with the fact that you got to sometimes sit down with the enemy to, to do to do business. You know what I mean? And play chess. Right. It's, it's, you know, it's like. Whatever, have an agenda behind it besides clout. Mm-hmm. Besides just getting clout, that's, a that's, picture. That's real. Like, have an agenda. Clout is a hell of a drug. Mm. So, Dini, bro, you, you put us on the passport, Rav. You're, you know, you, you rhyme a little bit. You do your thing. Like, if there was one thing about him that stood out to you when it comes to him, what was it? Um, like what? What, what, what to, made you be like, yo, I fuck with this thing? Right, Let me the, tell the, the team about him. The, all right. The technicality, and mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like the Marvel references had me hitting a lot of a lot of Marvel yeah. references. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I could tell. Like first of all, I could tell as as the as the good brother rolls a good spliff right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I could tell this kid smokes weed, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm to, to make this kind of music, you gotta be you gotta be kind of out there in there at the same time with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that. This is a deeper mind, so somebody just sees a little differently. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely the technicality, man. Like. Like I said, um, circadian rhythm just technically it was just crazy, bro. It's funny because it was that Trump, that Trump line was in that record. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Who I'm gonna vote for? You silly rabbit. Oh yeah, you know what yeah, saying? yeah. So it was just it just brings you back. I was actually like, talking about Biden, but yeah. Oh my devils. fault, my fault. You're yeah. right. Who you, who I'm gonna vote Joe for? Joe Biden. Yeah, that's push my up shit. For three strikes. Who I'm gonna vote for? Who, you, you silly, silly rabbit. rabbit. So that made you go down the rabbit hole. Let me see what else this nigga got. This nigga's nice. That's yeah. that's what started me. It's okay. crazy because while later on we'll get into it. But we were standing outside the spot, mm-hmm. 
And I was like, yo, dude looks wild familiar. You know what I'm mm. saying? Because I, I just I just remember the, you know what I'm saying, the silhouette of brother. And I said, hold on. I think that's dude that made that record. So I, I ran up on you mm. at the spot, at the, you know what I'm yeah, saying, at the, the recording. Ransom joint, right? That's yes. a fact. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, yo, so Acadian Rhythm. He was like, yeah, and that's when we chopped it up and everything. But it was that song was the one that really, like, the, the technic that that's really what it is the technicality of it all. That's the, what drew you, bro. Like the way, it wasn't just regular rap to me. You mm. know what I'm saying? This mm. is someone who sits down and, and really like raps this shit out. You know, like mm. when I used to rap this shit, I used to rap this shit out. So I dig a nigga that raps this shit out. Copy, appreciate it, man. Nah, well, you know, at this table, we 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 appreciate the the, the rapidity rap as some motherfuckers call it. We do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So <laughs> I could I could appreciate that. Um. To your records, you know, we, we like to ask artists when they come on the show if you have a personal favorite song, album, space you were in when you created particular moments. Like, is, is there one for you that stands out? Um, Right now, right now, standing my carry on is my baby. Like, okay. that's like, that's definitely my best work. And I'm feeling the love from it. Um, And the song on there that I feel like... uh. I'm just still fascinated by is Don't Get Lost in the Algorithm. Mm -hmm. um, it's like one of That's the last awesome. songs on the joints, Don't Get Lost in the Algorithm. It's like that reminder about the algorithm and just like the system in place mm -hmm. without even getting too deep into it. But... You know, and just the, the music and just like how I felt at that moment, like that's that's really my space and like you know I mean the concept. Well, I love it. I love it, man. Like I'm telling you, be like in the, in this current climate, we we've, we've kind of watched the pandemic kind of forced the bullshit to the side mm -hmm. so to hear all these spitters where people are like seeking out content yeah. we're excited because it's like we want bars you know yeah. what i mean like don't There's get me wrong to talk about right like something you know like I, I i i enjoy the bullshit i'm not gonna front like like i only listen to boom bat you know what i'm saying i enjoy <laughs> the, the the trap i enjoy the, the the fucking drill and the grind music flavors but at the end of the day my introduction to rap was bars so like to see Artists like yourself, artists like Rome, artists like Ram, Griselda, where they at right now, yeah. doing it off the back of rapping. That's exciting for me. We're going back almost. Yeah, yeah. It, the Great Reset. I, yeah. I've been, I've been yeah. waiting on it the for a long, a long time, bro. Time. I, I yeah. think I talked about this back in like 2015. I said, there's going to be a reset in rap at some, at some point. point. <laughs> and, I, and, you know, the pandemic is completely negative. But if there's a positive, it is this reset where people are seeking out content. Do you do you like this competition? Are you excited to see like these niggas is rapping? I want to get in on this action. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And you know, like I feel like I still bring something different to the mm -hmm. table. And if me like I don't know in the way my brain works, I wouldn't do it if I didn't feel like I brought something different to the table. Right? Because mm -hmm. I, I really. I don't want to be in a room just sounding and looking like everybody and get on the stage and rap rap to the same type of beat, rap mm -hmm. the same type of content. Like, nah, I just want to be, even if it's slightly different, I mm -hmm. you know, it's just like, that's you bringing something to the table. I like so that. So I, I love it. And again, I, I'm a fan too. So it's just like, I'm listening, I'm peeping people's albums out. And um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of great artists out here right now. You know, how do you feel about Q-Tip? Because I, I will say, I could be wrong, but I get a lot of abstract energy from you. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. Was, it, that was a random question. Is Q to yeah. someone <laughs> that, that you've tapped it's into, more, or is it just, just so happenstance? So it's funny, like, later in life, yes. Like, okay. at the time, 
like in the nineties, nah. I don't think like I I don't I was too Probably young. Too young, yeah. Yeah, I was too young. You know what I mean? I knew I liked some of the beats and like the jazz influence and whatnot. Mm. I'll be like, yeah, that's dope or whatever. But when I got older, I was just like, then I really discovered like the importance of Q Tip and, mm-hmm. and um and tribe, you know what I mean? And like the importance of their music and right. like that music is like coming back. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. Really you know, it's just like timeless, timeless. And then being a, a rapper producer also, it's just like, I get it. You know what I mean? What do you I, listen to if it's not rap? You said if it's not if rap? If it's not rap, yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't question. listen to a lot of rap. I don't listen. I, I listen to a lot. I mean, I guess I'm searching for samples also. I'm always mm-hmm. like digger. Yeah, I'm always digging and like, yeah. So like, Classical music, jazz, um, and the sentimental mood is one of my favorite mm-hmm. rap mm-hmm. records ever. Um, yeah, just random, all sorts of random music. See, that abstract energy, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. We, we, we plan on doing an interview. We got you here. Would you, you mind sticking around for this episode? We got some topics we want to cover. You got some takes? You got some opinions? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, around. I'm around. Let's oh, chill. Um, what, what's coming up for you? Uh, so, yeah, I'm performing at Brooklyn Monarch this Sunday, Halloween joint, okay. um, with Static Selector, you know. What time is that? 8 p.m. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of people on the bill, you know, he said you're going to throw me up there as a special guest and mm-hmm. like, you know, the surprises out the bag for those watching, you know, pull up, <laughs> pull up to Brooklyn Monarch. Live on it's the wraparound team. It's going to be live, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, and uh, more videos, just more work coming out for sure. And uh, peep that Sand in My Carry On album on all DSPs. This man has the Mamba mentality. He's working, okay? Yeah, yeah. got to. Out here. Got you to. know, I got some favorites playing. on the album too, man. We, we, we first got introduced to you at Quad Studios at the Rome Streets listening session alongside Ransom, Coop the Grah. The mm-hmm. album was fire, y'all. This, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a beautiful album. You know, I just wanted to flex a little bit. Like, We've been doing this podcast. Well, we started like early 2019, January 2019, 2019 was yeah, the first episode. And then it feels like just yesterday. And you know what? To to for me personally, you know, we tell a story all the time. Like we was doing my my old podcast the, that's on hiatus. A gray area tap in with that. It's a sports show. Dope um, as fuck. We did the episodes. Then then I seen the Pusha T interview with Joe Button, and I, I literally <laughs> texted the group chat. I was like, yo, bro, we could do this shit, yeah, bro. sure can. Because we did a few episodes, and I was like, yo, we really knocked this shit out the park. These guys never potted it a day in their life, but Ever. they came to the studio, and we we, was, we did like three or four episodes where it was just fire after fire after fire. Right, man. You know what I'm saying? So to, to, the, to see that, I always think about that text message conversation where you was like, oh, you really trying to do this shit. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm trying to do this shit. <laughs> nah, so, so what, what, what had happened was um, you you threw out the idea mm-hmm. and I was, you know, we was like, yeah, yeah, sounds dope. But then one day you just popped up and was like, all right, here's the session. Y'all coming through. We're going to start. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so we're going to do this, do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. A lot of people throw ideas into the world, man. But jo- Job said, you know, we're going to do we this. Gonna do well, that's, this the, that's the Capricorn in me to I reference Passport earlier. When, when, when Capricorn say we doing something, we doing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. January or December. I'm a December Capricorn. Oh, right. I, I Static's mean, a Capricorn, too, man. Oh, word? Well, see, and, and LL's a Capricorn. Uh, yo, a lot, of, a lot of powerful people in this space are Capricorns. Low key. Mm. We don't. We get shitted on a lot because, you know, we, we sociopaths a little bit. <laughs> but... <laughs> But when it comes to work, you want a Capricorn on your team. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? So to yeah, do that. We're dead serious about our shit. Man. That's a fact. Yeah, we say something. That's a fact. You got to respect yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? To do that, to put the work in, to just cold calling coach 
And be shout out to coach. We're gonna talk about coach in a second. Coach, what up, my nigga? Just hitting them up like Love yo, you, bro. We want roll on a on a pod and building that relationship. You're linked with coach going back to yesteryear. Throwback. Who, who knew? Who knew? We didn't know that who shit. Who knew? Man. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, good energy. All my good energy people out there maintain good energy, That's man. That's a fact. Life is short. You never know when you're going to bump into the love. December 2020, we get Roman Stool. Beautiful. Build a relationship from that to being in the spot. Dope interview, too. Around nice rappers. Niggas who really do this shit. Talent. Invite only. Wasn't no randoms in the room. No vibe. If you no were there, you were supposed vibes. to be there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel good. Because it's like sometimes you do shit and you work. You create. You build. And it's like, is it worth it? Right. Am I putting in the necessary time for shit to add up? That was one of those moments where it was like, yeah, bro, this this makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I put two years in, two and a half years in with this shit, and it makes sense. This is this this is the vision I had. The culmination. The culmination of, of like the idea of hanging out with my niggas, talking about rap. Could be a real concept. Could of be doing some real that shit. That part, you know what I'm saying? So I, that's 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 what it was for me. It was the work culminating into being in the space around people who also put in the work, who feel a little slighted, slept on, loving what you do. And with the people you do it with. That Ain't that part. crazy? You know what I'm saying? A lot of uh, some people, Judas, didn't believe. <laughs> didn't believe. I always believe. You know what I'm saying? That is where I, that's really my shit. Oh, I believed man. in this shit from day one. I knew that we had something when we did those episodes. And to be in that space, be in that room, it's like, what's the next room we gonna be yeah. in? Yeah. Mm. What's the next play? Mm. That that's that's what it was for me. I don't know about you, Sin, but that's how I felt. I'm like, this work paid off a little bit. Nah, for for me. Uh, talking about a certain, a certain person, a certain Judas. ex member. Um, I, I don't want to get too deep into it, but the 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 crux of it was, um, there was just certain negative statements that were made, not just about himself, but like the collective, right? And it's like it's one of those things where it's like when people feel a certain type of way about themselves and they project it up to everybody that that's around them mm-hmm. and that they're involved with. And so, like, when I would hear stuff like that, you know what I mean? You don't want that negative energy to creep in. Facts. But sometimes you can't help. Like, if you have an off day or you're tired or you're just, like, down, depressed, whatever, and certain certain thoughts start creeping in, like, yo, maybe he's right. And then, but you keep grinding it out, and then a moment like that night happens when we get this this, this personal invite. Mm-hmm. And not only that... The second one of the year, by the way. And not only that, too, we wasn't there just to be there. We, we were there to work. Yeah. And we worked it out. We worked it out. We worked it out. And so, you know what I mean? To to the homie. You Judas. know what I mean? <laughs> it, is what, right, it is what it is. To the, to the, the homie. You're still, you still a homie. You're still a homie. You know, but like... It, we couldn't we couldn't let that negative energy seep in man we couldn't couldn't do that any longer because like if if we started believing what you believe then we wouldn't have had the opportunity that we had Facts. and we're not we wouldn't have any more opportunities from there on forth and right? that's some more at, shit at that night, day, bro and that night at the end of the day you have to ask like yo what what, what are we doing this for uh-huh. What, what, do you, what do you what do you come to the studio when you come to the studio for? What do you what do you chop Why up the videos? Are you here? When you make the beats, when you edit, when you when you record, just what are you doing this for? Like what are you what are you here for? You know what I'm saying? Is the question. And what we were there for that night 
to get that kind of vibe was crazy, bro. Because I'm like, bro, what are you here for? You're not here for this? Yeah. Is this not the part of the, the game where we trying to get to? You know what I'm saying? To be in them rooms? Is this yeah, not man. what success is all about? To call home? Like, sometimes, sometimes this, that shit could... That shit can be thing, bigger than you yeah, sometimes. Yeah, and the thing is, Pause. just trying to tell us that oh. they not they not <laughs> fucking with us when they're clearly fucking with us. Facts. You know what I mean? Like Deanie, he's not your friend. Yeah, I know. Fair. So, I know. But coach, though, I remember My being name. in the room after listening to the tape, which is fire. I got I got to keep repeating that, right? And he walked out the room. He was like, "Rap round table, you got it." I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> but. but in the moment, Coach I'm like, a real nigga, man. I didn't realize it was an alley. Yeah, yeah. You know Coach, what I'm saying? Coach is a real nigga, bro. It wasn't until I asked, I think I asked him a question as far as what, what was the competition level like. That you asked the question, yeah. and then it was like, oh shit. I'm looking us. around like it's only niggas with cameras. There's no one else. Where's the media at? You know what I'm saying? It's it us. wasn't like until a half hour after the fact that you brought all the niggas in the room. Like this nigga gave us the full ISO. Shout out to Coach. Shout out to Coach. Yeah, coach Bombay, coach, man. Bombay. 3,000. 3K. What, what was your connection to that space that night? Like, you know, again, it was invite only. So yeah. Uh, who was your plug into that? The Walkers. I mean, I, I fuck with all of them. Copy. Um, yeah. Yo. Wavy. I basically met Rome at um, Fool's Gold mm-hmm. about three years ago. And he actually told me about Wavy, which ironically, I started working with Wavy first. And then, um, yeah, just pulling up to the studio, Lincoln, and, um, you know, his family. Yeah, and it's kind of dope to be like, yo, this, this nigga way be the god is fine. You sitting there like, yeah, I already know. I'm fucking with this nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was at my crib earlier. We was making beats all day today. Like, he's an actual friend now, you know? And it's like, we, we give each other gems and just we both learning. You know, he's teaching me stuff on the MP and like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll collab whichever way and like, Nah, it's definitely fam. I'm, I'm on. He's he's dropping a project in November. I'm on that joint. I got an exclusive song on there. Dope. And um, yeah, just yeah. blending, just 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 getting together, vibing, and just creating. You know what I'm saying? And all off of skill. It's like that's off of what talent. it is. Yeah. It's not no and respect. It's not no. You know what I mean? Like it's not no. It was a bullshit free right. Like yeah. it's just let, let, let me just talent. say this. Let me just say this because like, you know what I mean? I've been. I've been a fan, not not a fan, it's bigger than being a fan of this hip-hop thing. Like, that's, it's just, it's in me, I love it. Um, and I've seen, like, waves come and go. I've seen, you know, different scenes, different, you know what I mean? Um, the underground, quote-unquote, the underground scene right now is, it's exciting. And the, the energy is palpable. Like, you feel, like, what you just said is, like, yo, like, whether or not we, quote-unquote, make it, it don't even matter. Like we just want to put out the dopest, mm-hmm. hottest shit. Material. Uh, we we want to you know say things that like the the heads will be like, oh yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. You hear what he just said? Like it's for the heads, for the people that really really love this shit. Like us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. You know every every now and then, you know what I mean? Somebody will break out of the underground and make it, and all you know all love all love to that. Uh, we've talked about you know Benny having have higher aspirations. We love to see that too, but like, that's not for everybody. And like, if if you you know, just I love to see people doing it for the love and then the community of it, and yeah. like building with every is is beautiful to see, right? And so like in that in that room that that night, that's what was there. You know what I mean? Just people 
Uh, and and Ransom, Ransom's been in the game for Yo, a long forever, time, bro. bro. Desert Storm, bro. And, and, and kind of disappeared and came back, and now he's got he's got this whole new energy behind him. Can I say that that was the happiest I've ever seen See, Ransom ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? over like people, but I'm yeah. here with the people. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. Shout out to you, man. You know what I'm saying? I guess like for he's me, an it's an like expert. yo, he's an expert, expert. Technician. He raps on Technician. expert, all Madden, yeah. Hall of Fame, whatever level you want to call it. Yeah. And it's easy for him. Yeah. But it's like, again, like for me, it's just seeing the vision, believing in the vision, and seeing the shit come together. That was what it was for me. Like, like you can't like you can't tell me shit. I've had a lot of ideas and certain things took off, certain things didn't take off. But like being with my guys, telling y'all, yo, I think we could do this shit. And started starting to actually do it. Mm. That that's what it is for me. Like not even a success or whatever, just the idea, the birth of me, the birthing of the idea, and seeing nothing. it through. We're just, Started from we're the just two months short, <laughs> like for real, for real, of you looking Rome in his eyes and saying, "You next, facts. You going? You're out of here. We see it. You're out of here." And here we are in October. He's on Gazelda. Hey, you know I'm saying yeah. you called Gazelda. That's crazy. Complex is covering him. Crazy. Passport is next, next too, year. Bro. You might yeah. see me at the Rock Nation brunch. Uh, <laughs> at your boy. Listen, you might see us there too. We're not trying to flex. It's just we, all four of us as a collective, appreciate the work and, and the success. It's like you 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 build a garden, you you put the soil, you get the seeds, whatever the fuck, and you see this shit grow. That's what it's all about. It's not about flexing. It's about working, working, Shout and not working for not. Shout out to everybody who's working towards something. Yeah. All right, real quick before we get into some hip hop news, like we talking about it, we were all in the room. What, what are our takeaways from Coop the Girl? Like, I'll say real quick for me, I think the album is fire, beautiful. You know what it was? I was concerned. I'll say, you know, when you're in a room or you watch a movie the first time and it, and it seems fire, you leave the movie theater, this shit is amazing. Then you watch it at the crib and it's like it wasn't as good as I thought it was. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? The people around the you, right. the movie right. 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 The speakers, the lights. Like when I saw the Dark Knight Rises at the movie theater, you couldn't tell me shit. I watched it on HBO. I was like, there's some, some flaws in this movie. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I was concerned after the hype of being in that being space. In the room, yeah. drinking, what, smoking, what, getting the, the vibes. Shit? I didn't even know I was high that night. You know what I mean? was You can't help but be high, bro. Man. I, walked into a, I got on the elevator, it was a fucking cloud. You yeah, know what I'm saying? <laughs> I listened to the tape and I was like, oh shit, this is actually as good as I thought it was mm. that night. Oh god. Um I felt I, I it, even if they didn't com- you know admit it, there was competition. Between those two rappers, yeah, definitely. They were they were they were raising the ante with the bars. They were trying to be the most rapidly rap <laughs> niggas possible. But that's Bar what it's supposed, that's what it's supposed to be. To yeah, be. That's that is a fact. You know, my homeboy said he didn't like the production. He, he felt like it wasn't nothing what? too crazy. Who? Yo, I I'm, I'm not gonna put his name on. Him. I'm name not putting him on. Who is said homeboy? Name him. Who that are you? Where you at? He named Bro, names. So I, I thought the just, shit was fire. I tweeted today. I'm like, I want to punch a hole through a heavy bag. We need bag you in the comments, homeboy. Bro, you got it. When I hear you show yourself, you know yourself, Voldemort. I feel like Rocky. Yo, put it this way. He's Bizarro. You. Yeah. He's a rap snob on the opposite end of the spectrum. It, like, the day y'all get together, I'm not even going to talk. I'm just going to watch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's but crazy. The tape is, was what we heard that night. 
the bars were were will be heard that night. Yeah. There was I forgot the name of the song right now, but there was a verse where Rand kept the same rhyme scheme for, for the whole, whole entire yeah. verse. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck got into this nigga? I wanna say it's Pray for the Week. No, no, no. It was no. late think, in the album. No, I think it was Dark Love. Dark Yes. It was Dark yes. Love. Because I, I remember because um Rome just went completely off. Like it wasn't like he, he he was already going off on like every song, but there was something about how the way he went off on Dark Love that was just, that I was like, yo, you really reached another level. And then, and here then comes Rand. Rand comes. <laughs> and it's like, oh, word. Wow, bro. I bet. That's crazy, bro. I got and, something for you. Yeah. Shout out to Claudine. Oh, Claudine is a standout oh, for me. That's story right there. Shout record. out to Shane Noir, man. Stupid. Yeah. That's a Stupid. You know what I mean? Cool. Like, we need you on the pod, Shay. Well, she's- we behind you in that in your, in your IG, too, girl. That's me, and, that's me in the Zorro hat looking the wavy, The same person girl. who said he didn't like the beats was the same person who sent me the IG clip. Wow. When we were Interesting. We were I was like, oh, shit. I, I'm on camera. You know what I mean? But, um, <laughs> yo, I love the tape. I'm going to listen to it a few more times before we do, like, a whole comprehensive Facts. review. Yeah. But it was what I thought it was yes. in the moment, and I'm, yes. I'm appreciative of that. To, to hip-hop news, um, I, I'm guilty we had a topic about uh, the, the the Conway the Machine, Hove, and Jada Kiss record. I didn't get to listen to that. I was busy. What? Ah, boo. The, the point guard didn't get to listen. I was working. What boo do you want from me? I, I got a job. Boo yourself. I'm going to boo myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dini and Sincere got the tap in. Rab, did you get to tap into that? That joint with Hove? Conway? King Kong so like the clip, like for a movie, right? So, I'm, like, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. I'm not alone. That's good. Since yeah, yeah, you can, go. I, can I go first? You bro? can go first. Go ahead, go ahead. Shit is wild mid, Mo. Wow, I mean, wow, mid bro. mid, bro. That's like crazy, bro. the most midiest of mid <laughs> in Midgard, bro. It's Midgard. Mid. I've never heard what? such a mid Jada verse. Wow, I've never heard such bro. a mid whole verse. That's crazy. And I've bro. never heard such a mid con- bro. The beat is mid. It's Midgard, bro. We're on Earth. You know what I'm saying? Wow, midi. Whoa! Th- I thought we were dealing with plugins. This midi. Hold, hold crazy, up! Hold bro. up! Hold up! Hold up! Sin looks fucked up I'm right being, now. I'm hold being up, mean. I'm hold being. Hold up! Hold up! You're absolutely right. Oh, midi! You're absolutely wow, right. I get nothing bro. from the song. I, I, I agree with you, like 100. percent That one quotable. Um, yeah, I'm sorry to say it was it was it was very underwhelming, man. Very. Like, um, well, that explains it, no. a lot because the internet didn't say shit well, about that song. You, no, you know what it feels like? It, it feels it feels like a corporate record. It feels like an industry record where it's like, um, yo, we got like we want you, Hove, Jada Kiss, and and Con- first of all, even before I get into that, shout out to Conway because Con- again, like we we've this podcast has existed through <laughs> the the Griselda come up, mm-hmm. right? Um, and to see Conway on a record with Hove and Jada Kiss, amazing. Just, just off the strength on of that. On the song. Amazing. Um, but the song itself, and it, it's it's not any fault of the artist it's on not. the song. It's the it's the beat. It's the beat because it, it feels like there was like, yo, we have um we have the movie soundtrack. Um we want you on this record, you know what I mean? Uh, Hove's on it, Jada Kiss is on it. Obviously, Conway's gonna be like, "Yeah, of course I'm." This. And then, but then it, it it just feels like, all right, here's the record, and they play it, and then by that point, it's like, all right, I already signed on to do this song, and they sounded as uninspired as 
I felt listening to it. Wow. I, I can't even not, say it's whack because it's not whack. It's not like you can't listen to people talking and point out like that's whack. That's whack. It's not like it's just so nothing. It's just nothing there, bro. It's just there. It's just like it's just there. It's a rice cake. Wow, <laughs> that's what it is. Wow, it's, wow, it, it's just there. That's crazy. And I love, I love all three of those dudes. Shout out I, to Jay and Jay. I thought these hoes would give me something like something. They just didn't want to just call Derringer for a beat. And just say fuck it. It would have been crazy. way better, bro. This thing, like to get those artists, it needed to be more of an event. Event. And I feel like somebody Thank just you, threw through. Yeah, yeah, here's the beat. And so, and they, it was so, they, so basically, it was name recognition carrying the record. Yeah. Un- un- uninspired, bro. That's, see, you know, you see how the world works. I wasn't supposed to hear that shit. That's, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what that's what happened there. I was like, you know can, I just, can I just get a quotable bar? I can just take from the record. I can just take it with a, me. Did you get an IG caption? At least? Nothing, bro. Damn it, man. Nothing. I, Damn, I was very, man. I was very shocked. Well, I I didn't hear it, so I can't say anything. I can't even put the whole cape on like I normally do at this table, so I'm just gonna move on to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nori said in '98 there was a there was a time. Well, matter of fact, no. Nori said he was the hottest rapper in 1998. Yeah, he didn't say a time in '98. He said right, right. I tried, yeah. to, I tried to throw him the life preserver. There, there, was, there was a two week span. Where <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I, I, Nori, I don't, I don't fully agree. But there was some time in 98 where you were indeed the hottest rapper in the world. Definitely. But to say you were the hottest rapper for 12 months? Indefinitely? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, nah, but let's me. break it down. Let's break it down, though. NRE, Nori, Sam, that was, that was, run, that was Prime That was my shit. And Prime X, though. Let, 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 let's break it down. Like, the, 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 the year, like, month by month. Well, I mean, not the, the full 12 months, but... Nori comes in hot off of War Report yep. in yes. 97. 97. Right? Blood Money, you know what I mean? T-O-N-Y, all of that. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, you know, more more underground-ish, more, you know, street street boom shit. Boom bap. Um, you know Real what I mean? boom bap. Right. But then he gets on the Firm album near the end of 97. Mm-hmm. Right? And he has a song on there, I'm Leaving. That shit was ringing off everywhere. In New York, they, yeah. that shit was ringing everywhere. Or it was lit, right? And then uh, that carries into '98, and then his album comes out mm. in what was it? Like May? It was like May. It was a summer energy, definitely. Yeah, it was like summer. it was like May. So that that energy coming in from '97 to '98, all right. But DMX came out also in May. Punt came out. The month before in April, I think Nor- I think Nori home- was hotter than Pun in '98. Yeah, still not bro. a player. Hotter, still not a player. I think Nori, was, I think Nori was hotter Bear than Pun in '98, bro. N O R E niggas on the run. Still whoa, not a player whoa, in whoa, Twins, what? bro. Still not a player in Twins. Wasn't ringing off everywhere. They're from TV, God. Yo. Yo, still not a player was getting like was beautiful like every Shout out to Minnesota Money minutes. Boss. And then Twins was was playing like Flex was throwing that joint like every night out every nah, hour. Nah, but Super Thug, bro. Super Thug was I know Super, right, bro. I know Super Thug. It was Super number was one in the country. But, but, but this is what, what, what I'm saying. This is this, this is my point. You you can Just take you know, the we can go back and forth. Off, no, 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 no. We could go back and forth between Nori and Pump, but then it's like Hove <laughs> came out in September, and then DMX dropped twice in May and November. Right. Nori had summer though. 
Cause no, that, that was I think um July and September. Yeah, but Hard Knock Life was still circulating That's before true. the album dropped. That's true. Nori had a calm two weeks. He, he had, was, I, that's a, you know what I mean? Thirteen days. We'll give thirteen, 13 days. days. <laughs> Yo, Rab, you. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I was fascinated with getting head in the whip uh, <laughs> without crashing it. <laughs> Yo, when when Nori came there out, there you go. He set a trend with that. Fascination. Like, there you I, go. I had to do that. To become a man. <laughs> to become a man. Monster Code. I had to get head in the whip like without OJ. crashing. <laughs> Nori, Nori was, was the essence of 90s rap. Where you didn't have to be wild, Yo, nice. You, you, just, you needed a persona, a certain kind of delivery. Yo. And you could get away with a lot of shit in 98. The bars wasn't there. It was, there were enough. Yeah. But but again, NRE, Nori, stand for niggas on the right end. That shit was Yo, moving. Super Thug was moving. Mad, smoke mad came, Nori's album came out in July, so it was. It I'm was telling you, that's summer. summer bro. It was summer energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nori had a couple of weeks, bro. He did. I remember he watching. Did. Remember when BT had the countdown Friday night? Super Thug was number one a couple times remember on that video? countdown. The video was crazy. And did it come out the same week as Cameron's first album? In the it was very. It was like we didn't care. We didn't care. No offense. You know I love you, Killer. But Horse and Cabbage? We didn't care. Horse and Cabbage was tough, though. Super Thug. But Super yeah. Thug was everywhere, bro. Nori's I'm, not wrong, but he's not right. That's my that's my lot, take. A lot of people's introduction to the Neptunes. Here there you go. go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, let's hit the thing for that. Um, <laughs> Nori, you wasn't the hottest for the whole year, 98. You were one of the hottest. Definitely. And you had a two-week window between the heavyweights. <laughs> he gave people their respect. But you were that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Respectfully, I 13 say 13 days, baby. That's all you need. 13 days. You're being disrespectful. Somehow that feels Nori. disrespectful, bro. Uh, 25 yeah. years since one of the best albums, arguably the best album, to come out of the Wu-Tang camp dropped. Oh. Tony Stark's Raekwon, Iron Man, 25 years. We're washed, fam. Yo. Arguably the best, though? Arguably. Hell no. I've, you can't put it up there? Cuban I've heard, links? I've heard people say it. No. You would put it above Cuban links? I wouldn't. I didn't say. People. See, I said that's what arguable. I feel like that's not an argument, though. Cuban links. Oh, bro, no. Oh, oh. Move, move, bro. Go ahead, Sam. <laughs> 36 <laughs> chambers? Go ahead, Sam. Um, <laughs> nah, just I just I just want to celebrate um, not just Iron Man, but Ghostface Killer mm-hmm. in general. Amazing. Um, because when you know when the when the Wu first came out, you know, and, and also shout outs to, to the uh, the Wu Tang Saga show on Hulu. Um, if y'all ain't checked it out, y'all sleeping. Go check that out. It's fire. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, when when the Wu first dropped, obviously people had their picks about like who their favorites were. Like Meth was the star, ODB mm-hmm. was like the crazy one, uh, and then Raekwon came out with uh, Cuba Links. All of a sudden, Raekwon's everyone's favorite because he dropped like an un- undeniable classic. Uh, Jizza was like Thinking Man's MC. Liquid Swords is fire. And somehow lost in all of that was, uh, I feel like he was kind of lost in all of that, Ghostface. Mm-hmm. Um, I, even though, you know, he he had like half of Cuban links. Though. But, um, and then he drops Iron Man. And I love the album, but I feel like it, like by 96, it... What's a lot going on in 96? 96, a lot going on. Nas and, 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 and Jay-Z. Biggie dropped. Biggie's... Well, Biggie's he's around building up to drop. He's around. Um, West Coast heavy. West Coast, yeah. Um, and the, you know the sound started changing around ninety six, ninety seven a little bit. Um, so I feel like I almost feel like Iron Man sort of got kind of lost in the mix at the time, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
But when you go back to it and you like you listen to it and you listen to it side by side with Fire. Liquid Swords and Cuban Links and Enter like is RZA was in just a different kind of zone, different kind of bag. Like Iron Man is just straight through fire. It, it's a classic. Um, you know what I mean? You can't have songs like 260, you know, Poisonous Darts, Fish, Daytona 500, Motherless Child, All I Got Is You. Like you can't you can't overlook that sort of that that sort of like catalog. You know what I mean? Child. Bro, that album that album is incredible. <laughs> And the thing, the thing, I think also the thing is that like the, his next album, Supreme Clientele, uh-huh. people then that's said, "Let me go That's back. really, I'm telling his, you, his his, his, his magnum classic. opus, yeah. And people go back and forth between it, but like that again, that Wu Tang energy on Listen. Iron Man, and 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 I'm sorry, um, when Daytona 500 first, 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 first drop when you, I you, first you heard it, my, you about to take my take, crazy. Bro, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll give you the answer. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, basically what you about to say, and it's the thing when when Daytona 500 dropped, that was a moment, bro. It was. People were anticipating that. They were anticipating the video. They were anticipating Ghostface Killer going solo, dropping this joint, and the and again the rapping, the beat, like fam. It, it there's nothing more 1996. Then Daytona 500, yes. bro, yeah, and, and that song has aged gracefully. I could put it on right now, and I, I don't feel like it's dated. I was bumping it last night. You know what I'm saying? Headbanger. Like people, people, I, you know what? Hip hop. I'll say they kind of front on Ghostface as far as his discography goes. They don't call him a goat. They don't call him a great. Whatever the fuck. But really and truly, he's one of the best to ever do it. Which ever. now, if we could come back to me, because that was gonna be my next point. Which is to me, Ghostface, personally, me speaking, this is me. Say that shit, bro. Say that shit. Say that shit. Top five. He is a top five. I put. He's in my personal top five. Top five. Top five from the raps. Now he's been saying this for years, though. So no, we got to say it. I know. I know. Supreme Clientele. The five that that's surrounding Ghostface are elites. Fish scale. Um, pretty Tony album. Bulletproof wallets. Ghostini oh. was entertaining. <laughs> more fish is good too. More, more, more fish, fish, which, which was like, he did. It, was, it was like cutting room floor from Fish Scale, but still so fire. And just drop. What's that song? Motivation. What was the song he dropped recently? Um, when he had the white face on, I was hard. Oh yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. I forgot the name of it. Oh, but and the funny thing about Ghosts is, is that again, you go back to the early woo. It was clear that Meth was supposed to be that guy. Meth doesn't have the career that Ghost has as a solo act. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ghost has crazy longevity, bro. No. Yeah. Wow. Shout, shout out to Ghost. Shout out to Ghost, bro. Shout out to Iron Man. We, we, we the old years. head pod right now, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Ghost. Like, yo, Rap, talk to us, bro. Like, uh, I see. I hear you chiming in. Was Ghost one of those people on your list? I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I think that goes back to earlier what I said with that whole something to prove thing, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like Ghost, MF Doom, and Sean Price is kind of like mm. they've been in the game for a while. But like they had like that second wind mm-hmm. where it's like they had something to prove because it's like for me Ghostface wasn't my favorite Wu Tang member growing up okay. as a kid. Meth. It was Inspector De- Inspector, Inspector Deck. Deck. Oh, yeah, as a producer rapper RZA of course, but like Inspector Deck on some bars. Deck used to Deck annihilate me. beast, bro. I mean, the most most classic Filthy. verses, you know, and like I'm Meth was supposed to be like the star. You know what I mean? Like you know, like he, he was the star of that time, and then like. To see Ghostface just keep, like, like nope, like 
Yeah, I'm the best. Day. I'm the best. <laughs> I'm the best. Like, just keep putting these great uh, projects of workout. You know, I'm just like, it's crazy. It's insane. You know, it's like it, it's. Um, it, it doesn't matter how long you've done it or what age you are or whatever. If if you have something to prove in you, then you know. And that gets called conditioning. And that it, he just he just has such a knack for um, like visual like visually. It was like he was spitting visuals, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whatever he was seeing in his mind, like, you see it with him when he's rhyming. And not everybody has that 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 gift, you know what I mean? So, Bro, yeah. I hated Pumas as a kid, bro. And he had that one line, um, yo, fuck that. Look at all these crab niggas laid back, limping out the green black Pumas on my man's rack. And I just remember that line, like, yo, they would have been on my rack forever, too. I hate bro, this. Bro, this nigga had a fucking eagle on his <laughs> forearm, bro. Yo, like, that's the other thing. The persona that he built for himself. With the robe. Yeah. With the robes. Dude, the eagle. The, the, the mask. Shout out to Ghost, Dini, man. Yo, shout out to Ghost. One of the best to ever do it. In my top five. It is what it is. Applaud that man, Ghostface Killer. Um, listen, and it's like, you know what's funny? When you get older, because a lot you got to think about it, a lot of us were kids when we dropped. When you go back, after realizing that Ghost was nice, then you go back and listen to all the old woo shit and his early shit. You be like, oh, shit, this nigga been he this the doing, whole time. He was killing you know what I'm On a woo fab album, he was doing damage, bro. He yeah. ain't just show up one day and get nice. This nigga been nice. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I feel I was just too young to really understand right. like what he was even talking, talking about. about. Yeah. It took he a was while. on metaphor on top of metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. type shit. Like, I wish crazy. I wish Ghost was up. You know what? But then again, if Ghost would have been too much of a star, then we wouldn't have got the albums we got. He, he didn't felt have. The, he didn't felt the pressure to do <laughs> commercial. Yeah, pressure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Shout out to Ghost. He's an act that I feel deserves the flowers that he still probably doesn't get enough of. Mm. One of the great. Nah, he's still he's still in there as far as the greatest tandems. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. as far as like uh, to me, it's him. Go, the it's, white it's, people it's love Ray that, that, Ghost, that fucking. And then it's like Jada and Styles <laughs> P. To me, that's that's really the the two best back and forth. Duos. All right, so let me ask you: If Talk you had to me. pick, SP and Kiss or, or Ghost and Ray? Uh oh, uh, I probably go. I probably go with kissing SP. Yeah. Mm. That, that's a lot. That's you agree with that. Right, it's man. three guys in a group compared to nine guys. They spend Ghost. more time together. We talking about as tandems, Ghost and Ray, two man, two man back and forth. I mean, they're they're the best to do it. But they got two. They got two man back and forth albums though. That's the thing, though. I'm going with with, with Ghost and Ray, bro. You are because they have they have they a have classic albums. album. Yeah. yeah, they have classic Q, records. Cuban links. Although, yeah, right, Cuban yeah. I feel Iron like Man. culturally, like they've never made a they, they they've never done that. Why have they never done that? They don't need to because they got joints. <laughs> ah man, this is tough. I'm gonna go Ghost and Ray, but if you t- like, again, y'all pick that. You notice I ain't pushed back. Yeah, I did. You know what I'm I saying? Did. I loved it. You can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't. Shout out to SP. SP, one of them. Not for one, real. Who needs more flowers? But That's we, a fact. We, we got to deliver SP's flowers. I was late on SP. SP was the one who made Dave East tolerable for oh me personally. Oh, my God. That oh, album was man. beautiful. <sighs> what I do? Nah, nothing, man. Nah, <laughs> what I do? Speaking your truth, man. <laughs> Yo, Drake, let, let's go modern before some of the young fans, you know what I mean? They tune out. <laughs> shout, shout, out shout out to Mace. This is, I wish you were here for this, Mace. Mace, what's good, yeah, family? Because they're they about to go two to one on, on the rack on me, bro. <laughs> so, nah, we're not about to do none of that, bro. Hey, you you first, already first got the cape on, nigga. Of, I'm just going to ask. God, are, you, damn, are you a fan of son. Eminem? Passport rap? I was. You was? As a kid. 
I grew up in Jersey and I grew up in Essex County specifically mm-hmm. and like Eminem like I, you know and according to Essex County that's where he honed in and like really got nice from fucking yeah, with, with the, the outsiders, outsiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like I had the Slim Shady EP like when he was still an upcoming rapper oh. you know what I mean I had a homie who had like the so Slim the Shady vibes. I knew Eminem I knew all that Slim Shady Eminem shit like early 90s shit I was like a yeah. kid listening to it so yeah for sure it's like you know early Eminem is like Beastie. great yeah, yeah. yeah so Sin sure. he posted something about Eminem <laughs> that I'm gonna pass the ball to you and get out the way uh, you gonna oh, make me man. do this hey I'm always the bad guy here yo <laughs> nah well there, so there, there's there's two things where like <sighs> oh, we gonna save the alpha shit oh we gonna save let's it let's talk about M first okay oh shit <laughs> alright um so so Drake was on record uh, through one of his stories on IG, I think, um, he posted a picture of Eminem. I guess he was watching Eminem perform on his TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the, the caption read, man, this guy is underappreciated. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear the it. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about, Aubrey? Like, what the fuck? Out of all, out of all people, there's so, there's so many artists to big up in the underground there's so many artists working their way up there's so many artists mm-hmm. that you could you could be like yo this guy really doesn't get enough flowers and out of all those artists M is the one Let's shine more light Why not say he ain't Benny light. I think oh, Benny's no, up no. next Bro like Conway's M&M up next Eminem underappreciated Passport Rav is up next I don't hey. know man The background table's up next Come on <laughs> <laughs> So many options ding, ding, ding. So many people he could have gone with And he was like oh man And I, like I don't know Like I feel, I feel now like I guess because people like the, the 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 people that kind of feel like how we feel about Eminem's like later, uh, the, like it, the 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 material from later in his career Trash. and <laughs> and how and how don't hold back, job right and <laughs> whenever I ever. <laughs> but but how he still touted and like you know like it, white America will say yo Eminem is the best rapper of all go. time clearly uh. because he's the best technical rapper and that's what ruins you know, him like, man. Yeah, um, and I don't know. I get. I guess. I guess those voices are, you know, being getting louder. Right. And now I feel like there's like a pushback where people like really feel like now Eminem is like underrated because the hood don't listen to him. It's fucking crazy to me. Well, people don't Man, mention him. Like they there's, don't, a, there's still mentioned. there's still a subset of who matters in hip hop, bro. There's still he matters. You know what I'm no, no. I mean like, like. Your your one perspective on hip hop might be more valid than like ten outside white dudes that don't know hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So the people that matter in hip hop to them are not giving him the props. That's what they say. The people who listen to hip hop like you, a you who right. really who are tapped in. Right. The people who are tapped in don't respect it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's that's why they feel some type of way. Mm. Listen, you know? Aubrey, 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 <laughs> Drakington. Of all the people, Drake. You could have picked M. Listen, come M, on, man. If you depending on who you ask, they'll say M is the goat. He doesn't need you to co-sign him. Not that old, oh, bro. Aubrey. Now come on, son. 
Yo, I'm disgusted. That's wild, bro. Listen, M, <laughs> early that M. Was his, uh, that, was, that was his white side talking. Oh, wow. Oh, man. That was wow, his white half bro. talking. That's what that was. Crazy. Aubrey, that was racial. <laughs> Come on, son. Hey. Listen. I'm wrong? Eminem, the first couple of albums, fire. All-time great shit. Modern Eminem, <laughs> I don't want anything to do with it. Eminem makes mall music. When oh, you're in shit. Macy's... <laughs> Trying to shop, Nordstroms, Kmart, motherfucking Target. Eminem makes music for those places. What what is Sensei to two trailer park girls going around the outside? Imagine that coming out on a person. Disrespectful. Now, also, real quick, because I read this tweet. It was a while ago, actually, but but I just like it just popped in my head now. Um, like somebody was saying how like imagine if Eminem uh, dropped an album or a project but then he enlisted like everybody's favorite like underground or like uh-huh. quote unquote boom, boom bap producers like Darringer and Alchemist and, uh, and, I, and I'm thinking about it and I'm like number one um, Em is just I don't think he's even capable mm-hmm. of making that move I just I don't think he's capable of it like he's not like it's not even like uh, in his in his realm of thinking right now uh, and second if he if he did, can can would Eminem be able to like circle back to the Slim Shady days back in the day to really <laughs> like go in on some of those beats? I just don't. I don't think he has it in him anymore. He like he's it. so he's so far removed from that. And again, like you know, not to get racial, but it's like you know what I mean when you're when you're super rich and white, and now like you're not a part of. You have no connection to that upbringing that you had mm-hmm. with, like, you know, the outsiders and 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 um, what been, was his group? Um, allow me, allow me you know to I mean? push back here. Uh oh. All I'm saying is because there's gonna be people say, "What is why? What do you keep saying that for?" Jay Z's super rich and black. Nas. Yes. Richish and black, you know what I'm saying? Well, what, what does the race have to do with it? Maybe he's just rich. No, to, but, to that you say what? Well, because because when you, when, when you're rich and white, you're gonna be around other rich white people, and but you have nothing. You there's no there's there's nobody to keep you grounded. There's no connection to the essence. yeah. There's no there's nobody to keep you grounded to like what you came up with. Like with Hove, he's got family, he's got childhood friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, he, still, he, he has reminders. He has reminders. Barbecue you know I mean? twelve. Like, you that. can't. You can't. There's people that disconnect to their blackness, but like it, Hove, Hove's not doing that. Nas's not doing that. Right. Um. But Eminem, you know what I mean? Like he's he's ascended to his his full. You know. Uh, all-powerful all, all white self. You know what I mean? Like this. <laughs> Come but, on, but son. The, sin. Uh, sin. Um, is, wow, bro. That's crazy, What are you bro. doing here? All right. Oh, I'll, you I'll show, kidding? I'll Come show. on, son. You just went off the rails. Right. Uppercut. I'll reel it in. I'll reel it in. Nah, talk speak your truth. Is he a show, nigga? <laughs> I'll reel it in. Do we even need the lawn? It sounds like he's, he's already not. He's already playing the fucking tour. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I want to save this topic for Rav, so we'll skip over and come back to it once he gets back. In the meantime, NBA young boy, I think he's out of jail. I don't know. Dini, this is your pocket. Shout out to Mace. Yeah, yeah, you can talk about this because I don't follow NBA young boy news. I don't know anything about it. First of all, we, I just want to say shout out to NBA young boy for being the third artist ever to have a number one album while being behind bars, bro. The only others have ever done it was Pac. And Lil Weezy. Talk about it. 
It's a big deal. Shout out to you. Um, after doing his seven-month lockup, he's back home on the streets. And he, there's a lot of stipulations behind him actually being home, though. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So there was a there was a list posted. This 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 run down this list real quick. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, in D- order to D- stay D- home, in his phone and shit. In order to stay home, he must be under. 24-hour arrest in Utah, electronic location monitoring, travel restriction to Baton Rouge in parts of Utah and California. No more than three visitors could be in his home at a time. All visitors must be approved by the judge. No visitors between 9 p.m. and 7 a.m. Can't break any laws. Can't possess any firearms. Can't use any narcotics not described by a doctor. Wow. The man's basically home, but still in jail, bro. (laughs) My question to you will be, is he free? Not right now. Definitely not right now. I mean, you're never free till the actual probation's over and you're actually able to live your life. You know what I'm saying? But as of right now, he's he's home, which mm-hmm. I think is better than being in the, in, in the cell. Okay. So I'd rather be locked up in my house than locked up in the cell. I mean, on that on that front, I don't really listen, listen to the kids' music. It's not slander. I'm just not tapped into It's a younger young man's boy. game. But as far as a black man being in jail... As opposed to being home, I'm taking home 10 times out of 10. Oh, God. So, salute to NBA Youngboy for being home. I don't really like the, 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 the rules and everything, the regulations surrounding him being home. It just seems like it's a farce. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. You can't have too many people around you. It's like, are you really home? Are you home? You yeah. know what I'm saying? But the fact that he's not in a cage is is a, a better deal. It's a win. Yeah. I don't know if Sin has anything to add to that. If not, we can move on, you know? No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Meek, <laughs> Shasa, being welcome shot. to the man being home. That's that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to get Passport Rav's take on this. You know what I'm saying? Um, the, throw them headphones on, bro. Lock, lock back in with us. <laughs> um, Meek Mill talked about going to war with record labels mm. and, 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 and hate so to see it. Basically, his general gist is these, these people sign these deals. And they they don't really see any money after their advance things that we already know. But for Meek Mill, a person who's tapped in a rock nation, a guy who seems to be a success in this industry, to say that he hasn't made any money from a record label is kind of eye opening. Talk to them as an artist. I'd like to get your perspective before we give our takes. Hearing Meek Mill say that, what what was your opinion? What do you feel about that? What are your experiences with that? Um, well, I mean, I've never had a major deal. Okay. Um, but I assume, you know, the money that they basically loan you, mm-hmm. you have to pay it back somehow. And it's if like, this is on you loan. get endorsement deals, <laughs> mm-hmm. you get side deals that you've made millions on, I'm sure, that he's made millions on, like the endorsement deals and just the branding of him being a, a the brand. But, you know, it's believable. You know, it's believable that, like, he probably didn't make much off of, like, make anything off of the streaming and the you know the actual music sales because yeah i mean that uh, that's the major label thing where it's just like you get the bigger marketing budget you get the bigger brand behind you and you get like that machine behind you but it comes with a cost right and i think i don't know i'm like are, are people delusional out here do you really think like you're gonna get all of that and like and i have to pay it back yeah or just like something in return either you already have something built to that degree mm-hmm. or you gonna pay that shit back so what i'm getting is you weren't surprised when you heard me talk about that that, that- i was kind of surprised oh because i don't know i just i just i mean I, I mmg and just like thank you i just thought like 
that was the rapper's label to be on. Yeah, you know, you it's just like mm-hmm. you sign MMG, it's just like family. You know, Ross is a, a spitter and like, you know, it's just uh, And a businessman. And definitely a great businessman. So it's like I don't know, you know, I, I I'm I'm not gonna say say I know what exactly is going on on that side of things, but I did assume that like that's the place to be. Right. You know I mean, under a rapper, a, a CEO rapper who's like trying to really feed his artists. You know what I mean? Which what I assume put him in a position but to be I don't successful. Know. You know I mean, I really I don't know. Speaking from a fan's perspective, that part. Hey, yo, <laughs> Dean, I got a future. I should chill. I, I think that's always how they present themselves, mm-hmm. and then it never really happens that way. It never yeah. pans out that way. The you know question I mean? is: Did me Pump, get a slave baby, deal? Jay Z. Did he get a slave Rick Ross, deal? I don't. I don't know. Did he get signed for a whip in the chain? I don't know. But what do you think, Dean? You 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 seem like you were you plugged in on this topic, bro. Fam, my my thing is this. Meek Mill will be the last person we think will be suffering out here from this type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Suffer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Talking shit, Jovi. Yo, I, you know, and that's another thing I was talking about a few a few pods ago. Like the family aspect of this hip hop shit is kind of sad because it set the precedent precedent where it's like you know. If, if it's really a family vibe and it's a family vibe, live it like a family vibe, man. Meek would be the last person. Well, then again, if Lil Wayne could go do it, anybody's subject to get cooked, bro, at right. the end of the day. Because there's no way Meek Mill relationship with Ross is anything like it is with Lil Wayne and Baby, bro. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if he's able to get scorched, anybody's able to get scorched. But I did not think from the MMG aesthetic, everything is big money, lavish, that we... we Fart money, you know what I'm saying? So right. I'm figuring everything should be flowing in. He's talking about Meek Mill's talking about exposing contracts. I'm like, is Meek Mill on the 360? Is Meek Mill on the slave deal? Because you know the 360 means even if you sell merch, the, the somebody gets a part of the merch. You can't even sell the T-shirts without them getting a cut of the money. No touring. You gotta do shit off the books. And you, and you can't do shit off the books. It's hard to when you are multi when you are when you are Meek Mill. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, is Meek really suffering out here, Mr. Rowley? Can I jump in here? Talk to me. I, you know, I, you know, I'm always a skeptic here. Uh, I feel like his ta- his album drop. Can't call it a tape. It's an album. You think Meek Mill ain't Pam because it's Dookie? Nah, nah, <laughs> I mean, nah, 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 I was not Talk to me, talk. To me. <laughs> I'm I think that this was part of the promotion. Like, you know what? The momentum mm-hmm. was starting to fade from his recent album. Megan vibes. The 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 the. We had a couple of, a couple of days where there was a white dude in Cali who was mad about the album cover. Talking about sisters and all right. that. I think that this was part of the promo. Like, I, I need to say in the news. I need to get clicks. I need this album to stream. So if I say that I'm getting jerked by, air quote, a label, right? This way, I stay in the news and people go tap into my music. That's the skeptic in me. There's also another tier to skepticism where I look at a few weeks ago. There was not a few weeks ago. A few, a few months ago was talk about issues with Maybach where he was trying to get off the label yeah. you know what I'm saying him and Ross had static so I feel like this is feeding into that whole narrative I, I honestly if I if I could be completely real with y'all I don't I'm not buying anything Mika's saying I think he's doing this strictly for clicks mm-hmm. strictly to stay in the news media in a news cycle to make sure that people think about Meek Mill think about going on their phone and downloading the album on Spotify Apple Music title wherever the fuck is that so this is a bad. This is a bad publicity. It's good publicity. Situation. I think it's all promo. That's what I believe. You know what I'm saying? I'm on the surface. Of course, it's true. Artists have a hard time making money. 
when they sign to regular labels. Again, what is it called? Industry rule? 4080. There you go. We already know the vibe. Shady. But for Meek to say this after his album drops, after being around billionaires, Robert Kraft and the like, Football you're vibes. complaining about your record label when you're signing Rock Nation and they, they get you placements everywhere. <laughs> it's, I have a hard it's time yeah. listening to you complain about that type of shit. So I think it's all promo. Until proven otherwise, I believe it's promo. Sin, I know you're going to bring us home. Um, so, it, you know how that, that, uh, there's that question going around like social media and like Twitter mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, you know, like if you had a chance, would you like take a million dollars or have dinner with Jay-Z? Right. Let it be shown, let it be known that Meek Mill has had plenty of dinners with Jay-Z and he's still getting jerked. <laughs> and so, Yo, put the gun down, bro. Yo, so, wow, bro. Uh, put the gun down. So, <laughs> So take the money, y'all. Just take the money. Um, but also, like, I mean, I, I don't, you know. Oh, quick, catch the strays, bro. I think, <laughs> wow. I, I, uh, no, oh, but it's, it's, it's not a shot no, at Jay. I'm drunk. More shot at me. It's but, more a hot shot at the um, money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I don't think, so I, I guess, I guess the, the focus here is on, like, the record labels and what, what they're paying him or what they're paying out. Uh, but let's, let it also be known that like these streaming servers in the streaming era, they not paying shit Pennies. on your streams. The way it works, fractions crazy. and fractions and fractions of uh, on the on the on the penny, yeah. right? Um, the 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 one that pays the best as far uh, based on the graphic that I'm looking at right now on my phone is uh, iHeartRadio out of all the DSPs. Point zero one seven cents per stream. Point, I'll say it again. Not point one seven, zero, point zero one seven. So per, seven cents. Points a seventh of a cent. Damn it. Uh, even less than that. Shit me. So, um, you know what I mean? Your Apple Music's, your Spotify's, you know, they even worse than that. So like, you know what I mean? These are like, like, like Rap was saying, like, um, artists today, like, we, we, you know, when when they sign a deal major label deal is you know to to see where you know where they could branch off to you know get paid elsewhere through tours and through merch and through all this other stuff other endeavors but it it yeah you man got Bacardi commercials yo these streaming <laughs> services ain't playing ain't paying we have nothing. an artist at, at the table uh let me ask you this are you more inclined to stay independent or do you want the major label energy so yeah, it's funny. Like when I'm when I'm doing all the admin work and registration, mm-hmm. and finding where my money is, and finding all these services that have money just hoarding, and like doing all this work, like yeah, yeah, I'll be like, yo, I wish somebody would come in and help me. I wish somebody would step in and like you know build this up and get the get the eyes that I feel I deserve, mm-hmm. but at what price? You feel me? Like when when Malcolm on Twitter was getting played on Sirius XM and getting those spins, I didn't have to pay no manager, I didn't have to pay no label. It was just like straight to me and it was right. beautiful. You know what I mean? That like everything was handled already and like straight to me as an independent artist. But yeah, it gets disheartening when, when I don't have that major backing and that team and that, you know what I mean? That machine. Oh. When you don't have that machine behind you, it's it's, it's tough. It's a bit you of a catch-22. Yeah. So it's make just, you and break you. Yeah, I don't know what's worse or what's, you know, I don't know. But I guess the right situation just building up to that point where a label will, mm-hmm. like, give you what you deserve. But, yeah. Right. I, most most majors that when I find out, like, the situation, it's just like, 
I don't want that. I'd be fine. <laughs> I think I'd be finding out. I'm just like, I don't really necessarily want that. So you, you lean independent, but you you wouldn't mind a team, an infrastructure yeah, to make to your sell. life easier. Yeah, I need I help. It. You know, it's like it's, it's getting there. They say, like, you'll get a manager when you need one. Right. You know what I mean? When you really need one, like when, when the shit's getting booked and, like, people hitting the booking and all that. But, you know, I'm, like, right at that cusp where I'm like, oh, like, you know, the help would definitely get me over that hump. Right. But, you know... Yeah. The cost, man. Yeah, yeah. Pays the cost to be the boss. Uh, Nas, speaking of boss moves, Mm. he's having a strong 2020. Yes, sir. The venture seemed to be hitting. He's finally finally starting to, you know, have a lucrative career as a rapper. No shades in. You know what what I'm saying? What the fuck? (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? Press it. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? Finally having a lucrative... <laughs> Finally, it happened to me. Bro. He's wildin', bro. Razzin, <laughs> it's all yours. I'm Demon time, bro. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. No, no. I mean, just I shout mean, out to he, another... He, Nas wasn't a broke rapper? Oh, j- nah. Come on, You're turning down Bud Light commercials. <laughs> wow, bro. That's crazy, bro. Bro, so anyway, I mean, you know... Why Nas not a billionaire, he, bro? He, fle- he flexed he flex on <laughs> that... <laughs> Ain't Hova believe that? He, he, he flexed on that song with Hova. Jungle ain't do a film? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> on to the next topic. Fuck you, Brotherly man. Brotherly love, man. <laughs> Killing my vibe. <body. laughs> God damn it. Killed it. Yes. <laughs> he homies your shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he, anyway, he, he flexed on that song, and a lot of people didn't feel the bar, but he said, you know, he was, he was a cryptocurrency scar mm-hmm. face. You know what I mean? So he's dibbling and dabbling in that. He's still, you know, doing the, um, the the Hennessy endorsements. You know what I mean? He's doing all, all these moves. Ring. Um, not to get the ring. Two, the ring cameras. Major yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. The, that. The ring cameras. He's, masterclass. Uh, he's, he's got, um, the, he's doing the masterclass Talk about thing, his sin. Um, where he's, he's doing a masterclass on storytelling, mm-hmm. uh, which is desperately needed in, in desperately. today's day and age. Um, what else? Sweet Chick. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sweet Chick. Um, and now Raspberry he's going to take the director's chair on a documentary on Video Music Box. For you youngins That's out dope. there, crazy. you youngins out there that don't know about Video Music Box, go do the knowledge, Ralph go on McDaniel's your YouTube, vibes. do your Googles. Mm-hmm. Video Music Box was so, so, so important to the culture. Um, it didn't, you know, it didn't come on a, a, on one of the, like, the regular channels, so you had to like really find it. Um, but Ralph McDaniels, you know, always shining light on, on the hip hop culture, on like the lesser known hip hop acts, um, giving, you know, a lot of uh, hip hop artists in the 90s, uh, the, sometimes their very first platform. Um, it was just it, it all around super, super important to the culture. Nas is always about the culture, always has the culture, uh, put, you know, pushes the culture to the forefront. And so, um, yeah, th- him through Mass Appeal, they're going to put out a, a, a documentary on Video Music Box and Ralph McDaniels. Uh, Nas on his, on his director's shit. Shout mm-hmm. out to Nas, man. Doing doing a lot of big things out here. Plus, back-to-back arguable classics. Dini, any, anything to add to that? Shout out to Escobar, man. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to look at you like you was the broke rapper. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They used to look at you like you was the second to Hove. Mm-hmm. But I see you doing major... Look at job. I love it. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I see you doing major things and you made great moves that have paid off. And you're well on your way, man. I hope to see you become the next rap billionaire. You know what I'm saying? Be up there with the hoes and the puffs, mm -hmm. the, the the Dre's. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And make it happen for New York City for Queensbridge. You know, continue being, continue shining, keep making good music too. That's a fact. Shout out to Nas for taking 30 years to figure out what wow. Nas with Hov and a, a few others Christ. figured out like wow. 10 years. Fucking Christ. <laughs> Damn it, man. Hey, listen. Am I lying? Cold blooded. Am I lying? <laughs> Took this nigga 30 years to figure out what Hov figured out at 15. Oh. <laughs> but you Nas fans on YouTube. Oh my God! On Twitter, the liquor setting in, y'all. On Instagram, <laughs> I'm looking right at y'all. Tell me I'm lying, huh? Yo, we need y'all in the comments again, man. I don't like, care. Y'all could jump me again. I don't care. We need y'all to flame because this, this guy. time. Please. I'm right. No Please. giants at this time. It took you 30 years to figure out what Jay Z did in 15. Damn it, man! Cold I'm not gonna ask Passport Rap to talk about that because you know what? You're gonna be in this industry soon. You make it, my nigga. We come back and you talking bad about people might work but I'm gonna talk bad. Because it's not even about Nas. It's about you Nas fans. It's people like Sincere. Ne it's next. people like y'all on the internet who, who act like Nas nah, is we Superman gotta, nah, from Krypton. We got to settle this, man. We got to settle, settle this. It's still mad at not, episode coming not, soon. Not right, not right now. We we, we approaching the, 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 the final stage of, the, of this episode. Mm -hmm. um, we ain't got time to get into it now. But next month. But what did I say, bro? Next it took episode, him 30 years. I'm next, lying. Next it, month. Still mad Ether, oh. the 20-year anniversary. Oh. We want to talk about it. I'm bullying, not I'm, the show. Watch your nigga live. Bro, it didn't take him 30 years? I'm, I, hey, listen, I'm, I'm saving. 20. Stop I'm it. saving my ammo for next <laughs> when they, month, When you get the Illmatic drop? Nah, nah, man. Oh, man. Nah, Damn you. it, man. <laughs> next episode. Next episode. Hey. hey. I got the clip. Listen. Cold it's ready. You, you got the clip? I've been waiting for this episode for, for months. So, Got this, had this full clip Listen, for so long. This is the, the life we live here. We have reached the mill bag portion. It's a lot of history. I don't, I don't have, yo, my 10 plus <laughs> years of history here. But um, it's not one particular message I'm going to focus on. The general gist of the mill bag focused on Kendrick Lamar. We did our top 10 rappers right now. A lot of you motherfuckers missed the right now part. But the top 10 rappers right now, we focused on that on our last episode. A lot of people were either upset that Kendrick wasn't higher, but the large majority were upset that Kendrick was even, even on, on the, the list. list. So I don't have anything to say because, Dini, you and I covered his we position. Yeah. Right? So sincere, the only reason we put him on the list is, is out of respect for you. So, so to the people who have a problem with Kendrick only being 10 on the top 10 list, you say what? To, to him being only 10 or only him being... All on the list all together. Okay. Ken Kendrick is just that great, man. Yeah, it is what it is. This, this nigga puts it, the cake it is, it is, it is, it is what it is. No objectivity, sir? It is what it is. When you when you have Good Kid Mad City and then to pimp a butterfly, and then um the 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 untitled, unreleased album mm -hmm. album. Uh, and then Damn, and then the Black Panther soundtrack. Nigga, I could have had then, four kids in between the time he then, made the album, bro. And then he disappears for a while, and then comes back with that with that verse on the Baby Keem record. That verse on the Baby Keem record 
on top of everything that he's done for the music and the culture, he deserves he deserves at least a ten spot, at least. But you know what? I One hear you. Sin, sin, sin. I hear you. At I least. hear you. I, I almost agree with you. My better judgment, I keep it a stack with you. I didn't want him on the list at all. I only at put him. I only I only agree because I knew you would argue this down to put Listen. him on the list. But fair is fair, bro. He didn't belong in that top ten right at now, all. This, bro. Too much. He's not too, doing anything. He's at, doing. He's doing plenty. You. You know doing, what? He's, do, he's doing the album. What is he doing? We know, we know he's doing the what album. What is he doing? We see, don't know that, see, y'all, see, y'all, y'all, so, only, so, y'all only base it on like so what's out there. I feel, for what he I feel, feel, that's how you get blazed. I feel the force. I feel it in the force. But that's how you get blazed. I'm in tune. You're in tune. I'm on some Jedi shit. I'm on with the force. I'm in tune. What the fuck? I'm feeling it in the force. It's coming. Listen. And it's gonna, it's gonna destroy everything. Slurring my words. I feel it coming. Listen. Sincere is not an objective at all person uh, to talk to about this. At all. Fans of the Rap Roundtable, be clear. Mace, Dini, and I would not have put Kendrick on the list at all. At all. Only because Sincere would have spent two hours telling his, us why he was on the list. His, his we he had one really he's good still, verse in four years. The, 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 <laughs> the, it's, it's still in the force, man. I hear you. Uh, Listen, the list is not permanent. But if Kendrick drops, we'll amend the list. As of right now, he's number 10. And shout out to all the listeners who commented who said, why is he even on the list? Shout out to y'all for having a comment. We sense. appreciate you Sorry, Sin. Um, shout out to y'all, man. <laughs> we reached the point of the episode where, you know, the rap snob has listened to us and our shit, especially shitting on Kendrick. No offense. Where, you know, he has his tulips. He has his, he has his roses. He has his azaleas. His petunias. His petunias. But it's at this point in the episode where Sincere asks us to please. Get off my lawn. Yeah, man. Um, I'll make it short and sweet. Uh, I'm going to need Drake to get off my lawn <laughs> wow. again. We, I mean, we talked about Drake earlier in the episode. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, you all right? I'm good. All right. What the um, fuck? Dini. <laughs> It's amateur hour at the Apollo, bro. What's going on? That leading back Fat Joe shit was crazy. Proceed. Yeah. Um, Bloopers. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Drake needs to get off my lawn. Um, so we talked about the, uh, you know, his comments on Eminem and being, quote, unquote, underappreciated. Mm-hmm. The fucking gall. Um, <laughs> the gall. But, I hate you. But, but then uh, there was this other thing. Uh, so it, apparently... Um, Drake was gifted a uh, what is that a Rolls uh, Rolls Royce or a Bentley one of them high end cars an expensive are, car yeah a super mm-hmm. expensive car right um, and so he was he was recalling uh, a story about his early days uh, when he uh, him and his crew used to yeah <laughs> him and his crew used to uh, go around in uh, an earlier version of a ro- of this Rolls because uh, he he used to rent it he used to rent it. And paid five thousand dollars a month for this rental, right? And to him, it, it, it was a story about like you know, like I'm manifesting it, and people need to see me in this, so they know that I'm gonna make it. The the the, the problem with it though is, and this is like, it is one of those things that is just so tone deaf. Like to, it, it's just it's just it, it's ridiculous. Get your shit off. Bro. Um, it, the way he worded it, he he said, I used to scrape together. Somehow scraped together five thousand dollars a month for this car rental, right? And it's just one of those things where it's like, yo, like, so, like super rich people just—they're so—they're so out of touch 
and they, they're so flagrant with the shit that they say sometimes on, they don't even son. think about that shit. Like five thousand dollars a month, do the math, is sixty thousand dollars. That's that's like that's an average household income. You used to scrape together an average household income on a car drink, and then spend it on a car rental? Come on, bro. Scrape. Come on. You got you got people really struggling out here, especially after COVID. And you talk you want to get these these fucking like I don't know like these pity points like look look at look at how I started off look how low I was mm. that I had to scrape together five thousand dollars a month for the for this car to 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 keep up appearances. That's difficult scraping together get, hundred dollars. Get okay. the hey, fuck yo, yo scraping when you scrape you yeah you <laughs> scraping together is for for food for shelter. For, for for rent to have a, a, a roof over your head, wow. um, for clothes for your kid. That's things that are scraped together. You don't scrape together five thousand dollars a month, an average household income for a fucking car rental. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get off my lawn. Get the fuck off Sensei's lawn. Passport Rav, we appreciate you coming on this pod, bro. You you showed us expert. Rolling skills. Those, <laughs> those spliffs look like they're going to be a fun time. Yes, sir. But before you go, we just need you to let us know, you know, for the people who might not know who you are. Yeah. Where they can find you on social media, where they can tap into Passport Rav. For sure. Um, IG, Passport underscore Rav. Um, YouTube, Twitter, Passport Rav. Just um, check me out. I got the Beach Store, Beach Stars, License Lounge. Shout out to everybody that's supporting me. Um, I got Beach for Sale, Features. You know, check my music on all streaming platforms. What it sound like. Shout out to Passport Rap. Yeah, shout out to y'all for having me. I appreciate y'all, man. Real talk, man. You Absolutely, know, man. Real you talk. Know Thank you for too. Didn't he take us home, fam? Yo, I want to say shout out to um, Super Producer Josh in the background. Looking wavy. Shout out to you, my brother. Shout out to Jov. NBA season is back. I yes, need sir. that gray area on fucking deck. You hear me? I don't know. Nah, I don't, I don't know nothing, <laughs> nigga. It's NBA season. Baseball oh, shit, I might like. But base basketball, yeah, I need on you on spot. deck. Sincere. Yes. We listening to you right now, my brother. Yes, we oh, are. by the way, Rav, this is his beat playing in the background. If you, if you, need, if nice, you need beats, nice. I'm just saying. Sounds like some classic, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We listening to Sincere right now. Sincere makes all the, he's our in-house producer. He makes all the beats you hear on the pod. Everything you hear is fire. Don't get it twisted. Shout out to Passport. iPad with me. Yeah. My man Passport Rav pulled up on us, graced us with this great interview, this great vibe, wrote some good doobies. You know how it goes. I am the I am the balance of the force, Dini. I am a little inebriated. I am slightly smacked. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm fucked up. I'm slightly smacked, but I'm happy. I'm here with my brothers, man. Yo, tap in us the rap round table. Check us out Facebook, Instagram, your mother's house. We here. We out of here. <laughs> yes, sir. Peace and love.